Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit BetterHelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P. Oh yeah, this is funny. Four of us in a house together. One guy moved out and a new guy moved in. He wasn't a total stranger, like friend of a friend situation. Anyway, it turned out he was taking one of the guy's debit cards out of his wallet while he was in the shower and heading down to the ATM to take out 20 euro at a time and putting it back before he got out of the shower. Yes, he had previously shared his pin with him for some reason. So he set up a camera, caught him in the act, confronted him and got the money back and kicked him out. The audacity. It was dot, 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 Rebecca Vardy's name. <laughs> You're listening to Bandwagons. Talking about that other people talking about. Welcome back, friends and enemies alike. Um, great to have you here for what is sure to be another scarring but also hilarious renting episode. Yeah, I was going through these last night and I was actually, there was a couple of them where I was genuinely sitting just laughing out loud. And I don't really do we'll that. Be able to, we'll be able to do these for the rest of our lives, I think, given the amount, of, the sheer, like I knew we were going to get a lot of responses, but like the sheer amount, I'm yeah. like, as long as people keep moving in with weirdos, as long as people keep being weird, as long as there's are absolutely fine a housing crisis, we're sorted. Send these episodes directly to your local councillor, please. Yeah. Uh, FAO then, the government maybe we don't actually want the housing crisis to be solved because then we don't have a podcast that is true but like you would you, know? you would feel bad for absolutely every single one of these people um, truly it's beyond words beyond we- words I think we should just because we don't really have any I've talked extensively about my old neighbours stealing my compost bin on here and on the Patreon I think so I don't yeah. really need to bore them with that Yeah, and I think I've talked about how shit my house was when I initially moved in but yeah, since yeah. we last did those episodes, we've been very lucky. Have we not... both moved houses? No, I mm, no, I had. Were I you was, in your? I was in my current house the last time we recorded because okay. I remember giving out about the other house. Um, and they've been <laughs> blessed, blessed ever since. Um, see, so yeah, I can't say a bad word about them because they listen. Your landlord is nice though as well. My landlord, Sansa voucher. My landlord, when the so I moved in in January when the pandemic kicked off. 
in March from April until like I want to say July or August they kept giving us back like our rent isn't very much as it is but they kept giving us back 100 euro every time they'd come collect our rent um, to buy ourselves takeaways because we were in the middle of a pandemic this make me so unbelievably angry just absolute angels I'm so blessed with them and I found out my no I'm not going to say that actually carry on um, yeah don't I was about to give away their whole identity there <laughs> like a dumb dumb <laughs> um we absolutely hate GDPR on this podcast. No, um, I know. Yeah, so I, I moved into a new house last September um, that was uninhabitable. Um, but people had no issue taking our money, obviously. You um, had no issue signing the lease. Times, et cetera, et cetera. <laughs> well, I didn't realise the whole thing was fucking cursed. And how was I supposed to know moving in that, like, you can't look at a boiler and be like, oh yeah, that hasn't been serviced since 2017. I know. I, I would into the depths clear. of winter. My house is not much better like, in fairness, but it's just we've we're easier to deal people are easier to deal with. Leak and ceiling, um What was I it? Could, uh, could Be- what was it Becca told me recently? She was like whatever room she's in, it smelled like poo all the time. And then when the the your man showed up to fix it, she opened the door and he literally just had duct tape in his hand and he was like, I'm yeah. here to fix that. Yeah. Literally, she was like, It's it's the drain and he was like, Okay, and she was like Yeah. I pretend what I do not you, see. Here's some duct tape. On here? Yeah, she that said he went upstairs with duct tape and came back and was like, "That's fixed now." <laughs> the biggest, the biggest set of cowboys ever. So like we, so like our as there was like the whole plumbing system when we moved in was really fucked for whatever reason. Whether it was the previous tenants or because it had been vacant for so long. Don't ask me to get into technicalities. I'm not a plumber, but like or technology. All our showers, all our showers need to be looked at. My toilet wasn't flushing properly. There was a leak coming through the main bathroom into the sitting room, which we like were continuously telling the the plumbing company and like still leaks. And they were like, no, we, like we filled it in, whatever, like blah, blah, blah. And then at one point, the the ceiling of my bathroom, because I have an ensuite, started leaking and like text the plumbers or text our landlord who then got onto the plumbers and the plumbers got onto us being like, um, can you contact us directly next time because your landlord gave us a bollocking and I was like well no yeah, that's fair the enough, landlord's were... job literally li- oh that's don't not your job like, and then they were like and then they were like why like why didn't you contact us sooner and I was like sorry what am I fucking mystic Meg? was I supposed to know it was going to be like fucking the rainforest coming through my oh, I was no. like what I was like what are you Do actually not contact talking them about directly. like and we're we're kind of at the end of it now. The house is still, it is what it is. It'll be a great doer upper for someone who wanted it, but um, yeah, it's fine. It's not you. God God like me and Keen will hopefully be out like out here in the next year and out on our own, and hopefully we won't have to pay thousands and thousands of euro just to live together. Because we're going to fix the housing crisis right here, right now, and you're going to have endless options in the next twelve to eighteen months. Yeah. I double dared the government to come on the podcast for us and tell us what the fuck they're going to do about this. <laughs> I'm, you're all cowards. Fine Gael, Fianna Fáil, cowards. Come on. Who's the housing minister now? Dara Bryan, coward. Come on to bandwagons. It worked the last time with Tim Chadwick. I'm sure it'll work this time. Yeah. Come on this podcast and tell us what you're going to do about these poor people's plights that we're about to get into. Yeah. Well, like they're, and they're the all finished. They're all dreadful. Like it's just the culture around landlords and just like all that kind of intimidation and 
not willing to fix things. It's just... And oh, also, it would make sorry, you I'm, I'm covering my ass here, right? I'm sh- like, if you have a nice landlord, great. I'm... I'm not, like, Fanula hates me purely based on I don't, how nice my landlord is like, to me. We d- like don't want to hear about it. Do not like I don't want to hear about it. My landlord I cuts don't. our grass for us. <laughs> like I just I can't like get a job, get a job anyway. Wow, anyway. I feel really attacked. Um, not you. I meant <laughs> the landlords. Um, do you want to go first or anyway? Like let's actually yeah, because I I just have one up here. Um. Uh, handy from Instagram Go for it So I had I had put up In reference to One of the stories That we got About slugs Which I'm sure we'll read Slugs are my biggest fear You know that So many slug stories It was horrific um, I used to have slugs one, In the house Sorry carry on So this one Was in response To that on my Instagram story So This was I have to Obviously try and keep it anonymous So But it was a house Around DCU um, Rented by uh, Four men for five years and this is an account from one of the men who lived there uh, year one grand gaff second year of college happy days college house people coming and going happy out no issues except a TARDIS shower room disconnected from the toilet room TARDIS like a Doctor st- Who oh I think that's what he meant yeah uh, a step in and step out job shower fan broke so it actually was a shower slash steam room I mean I love the positivity there already like <laughs> love it room was that boiling and small uh, when shower was on the roof paint stripped off and flaked down onto you as if it was snow <laughs> so then we move into year two which is titled battle of the wasps wasps <laughs> appearing all over the gaff people getting stung wasps turning up on bedroom windowsills for the fun of it no idea how they were getting in a tennis racket was bought for the battle None of us even play tennis. That's not going to work. I know. The holes in the racket are way too big for wasps. Landlord had a guy over to check out the attic. Nothing. Turns out a guy had a nest size of of an exercise ball five doors down in his roof. Size of an exercise ball! That's terrifying. Five doors down. Oh, okay. Year three, here's where we get to the slugs. Slugs take over. Just when you thought the wasps were Have I been in this house? Yes. Oh shit. Yeah. 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 (laughs) Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Will I say why you know them or... No, no, do not. Slugs take over. Just when you thought the wasps were bad enough, the slugs appeared. This is very like, you know in 2020 where the headlines like kept coming out about like killer hornet wasps. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) We already had like corona to deal with and then it was like flesh eating. Anyway. The slugs appeared. The bastards turned up under the sun, uh, coming back from nights into the kitchen for a glass of water and slide into the back garden because you just slipped on a slug. They showed up and took over. I'm Tracks all over the bench, in the dishes, in the washing machine. Don't ask me how. One even managed to make it to the landing. They all got salted. Sorry, trigger warning, mild animal oh. country. Um, eventually they disappeared and didn't come back because I think the clan must have been literally killed off. Year four. Siege of the ants. Ants are small. Why would you carry on for four years? It wasn't that good a house. (laughs) It was a good location. Ants are small wee fuckers. (laughs) But Jesus, do they come in numbers? They came in and marched the kitchen bench, sorry, carrying the crumbs from the cupboards down to their base. To be honest, I thought Bug's life was fiction till I witnessed this carry on. 
One of the lads Googled and apparently if you blow at them, they all run back to the house. Turns out they had a small hole under the cooker, which is how they were able to breach the gaff. The cooker was lifted and an old sock was plugged into the hole. The sock still remains to this day. I just... And then finally, we have year five, mouse hunt. <laughs> five year years. Out of college. Five years. Five years. Half a decade. Five, five years, years in the, of your life in that house. Oh my they're God. Fin- like they're finished college at this point. Like, get, like... Yeah, I know. A year done working out of college, sitting back in the gaff on a Tuesday evening watching The Chase when a wee mouse is sitting on our fireplace just watching us sip our tea. Ah, fuck's sake. Here we go again, boys. Brush was broken too trying to kill the thing. Sorry again, mild animal cruelty. Mouse traps uh, bought and placed around the house. Doors shut at night as we slept. Turns out there was a boiler in one of the lads' rooms connected to the boiler in the kitchen cupboard. How do you only realise this after five years? Nah, nah. Five years Ended up with... Ended up with six in the room with him and you could hear the crack and snap of the traps all night. That was the end of... And then they've named the house. Um, That was the end of blank for the lads. The house still stands to this day but is occupied by much braver people than ourselves. I think all the mice were killed but here, I couldn't tell you. We were out. Hope this helps with the podcast anyways. Good luck. No comment. I've said all I need to say. No. Yeah. Um, do you want to yeah I next? think maybe it's a bit early in the episode but the subject line of this one is come should be illegal <coughs> hi gals great, great title I will say <laughs> hi gals myself and some friends of mine lived with a guy in final year of college his parents owned the apartment so he had his own room and the main bathroom he had his own room and the main bathroom and we shared the other room which had an ensuite. we always had issues with the water draining in the apartment like in the shower and sinks it would fill up quickly and then take ages to drain out wasn't a big issue. It didn't cause any problems, but we just didn't know why it happened. Anyway, your man often had his girlfriend over, which is totally fine. But afterwards, the whole apartment would smell like cum. <laughs> it was absolutely horrendous. We couldn't figure out oh. how it was happening and obviously weren't going to say anything. Anyway, as the year went on, we found out he had been flushing his condoms down the toilet every time they enjoyed some spicy time, which was causing both the drainage issue and the smell across the whole apartment. We won't even go into the environmental issue here. The This guy also exclusively drank bottled water, so saving the planet was not his priority. Naturally, we took the piss out of him and asked him to stop flushing them, but he never did. It was rotten and his bathroom pretty much just smelled like that constantly. After a particularly oh. heavy, heavy night on the town, a few of us went back to the apartment and had some more drinks. My roommate was getting sick in our toilet and I desperately needed to pee, but she had locked the door, so I was going to have to use the cum toilet. When I walked into oh, the bathroom... Oh, no, stop. I, really I can't. My mom isn't listening. When I walked into the bathroom, the smell was so bad, I immediately projectile vomited. <laughs> Are you gagging? Yeah. <laughs> I gagged earlier reading this. <laughs> Uh, su- <laughs> Sorry, that's violent. <laughs> Surprisingly, I managed to aim most of it into the toilet, pat on the back. So there there I am getting sick and crying at the grossness of my head being so close to the gum toilet. <laughs> when the door swings open and in he comes, condom still on, about to throw it in the toilet. Thankfully, before... <laughs> Thankfully he saw me before he whipped it off and threw it at my head But honestly the whole thing was so <gasps> traumatic The global pandemic kicked off shortly after and I moved home So never to smell has come again Silver linings? Keep up the good work gals buzzing for the live shows Oh my god that got me I gagged I earlier no reading words. that so badly I have no words for <clears> that <throat> We need 
like if call that's all not, men call them all yeah I was gonna say if that's not that's all we will need to present to the government if we just get rid of all no, the men there'll be loads of houses them, but yeah good point really good point <laughs> really there'll be twice as many houses for the gals yeah oh I can't <laughs> I actually can't. Were you genuinely gagging her coffin? No, I so it was. No, I actually don't even want to. I'm, I should have left that to later on. People are going to switch off now. The rest You'd of you never be probably yeah, sorry, aren't guys. as bad. <laughs> probably yeah, come back, come back. I'm gesturing. You'd act. You'd never be able to shag anyone again. You'd have like because it's not the smell of it isn't great anyway. But like the PTSD of that moment. I yeah. Think. Yeah. Anyway, um, moving swiftly along. Uh, another story. Hey gals, I hope that you're minding yourselves. Lived with a lad who was going bald, not making fun of that. Uh, <laughs> yeah, this one I laughed out loud I liked, I liked the immediate um, trying to dig yourself out of your yeah. own hole. Not his um, fault, just re- relevant to the story. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. He used the main bathroom and I had an ensuite in brackets, thank God. He never cleaned, cleaned his bathroom and if you'd open the door to it, tumbleweeds of hair would move across the floor. Actual tumbleweeds, multiple tumbleweeds. The next sentence, you did almost nearly lose me when I read this. I cooked for him every day of the week, in brackets, yes, I am a gobshite. Glad to realise it. Um, I'd ask him to come shopping and he'd say he was still in work or wouldn't be back for ages. I'd come home with blisters on my fingers from walking from the shop and carrying a week's worth of food and he'd be sitting on the recliner chair watching Netflix asking me when dinner would be ready. Now again, I will say, all I'm going to play the martyr with hindsight, but... No. What were you doing in the first place? No What were you doing in the first place? Come on! Um, one day after I'd done a massive shop, I had the dinner on and was mopping under his feet as he reclined on the sofa. I realised, oh dear God, I've become a mother to someone in their 20s while I'm in my while I'm in my 20s or I'm now a housewife from the 1800s. I didn't cook for him again after that and for the next seven months until I moved out, he ate a dinner of three waffles, croquettes and juice <laughs> with garlic powder sprinkled on them. Three types of potatoes for dinner every day and that was it. No meat or veg or sauces. This, oh, I just remember this. Another time he left chewing gum on the couch and refused to pick it off. No. I went home for a couple of weeks and came back one weekend to find the place was sparkling clean, but smelled like something was burning. So I ran in and opened all the windows, uh, convinced myself something was on fire. I realised he was in his room and went down and knocked on the door. He was hung over in bed. I told him, thank you so much for cleaning the apartment. But no, he had gotten his parents up from the countryside to clean the place in brackets including the chewing gum you do that don't you in bed what get your parents up to clean the gum I don't no you don't they no, don't, you don't like they they just help they can't help themselves no they don't um so sorry he was hung over about thank you so much for cleaning the apartment but no he had gotten his parents up from the countryside to clean the place including the chewing gum while he stayed in bed and after they left he had waffles on fallen asleep and set the oven on fire there are plenty more stories, ones that I don't think are even okay to share on your lovely podcast. But keep your head up, gals. We are near the finishing line and the crack you have on bandwagons has me laughing every morning like a crazy person on my way to on my walk to work. Listen, anonymous person, I know I did kind of just insult you there about um, your actions. But if you do want to send us those other stories that you don't think we can have in the main feed, we will absolutely take them for the Patreon. <laughs> <laughs> send them our way. There are no rules there. Okay. <clears throat> Hi girlies, love the pod so much. Quick, not so quick story. Last year, 
uh, on campus. Last year I was on campus for my first year at NUIG. And one night a group of six lads burst into my apartment and plonked themselves down on my couches with cans of Galahad. Tolerated them for a few minutes while I sat with I them. Love Galahad. Thinking, yes, yeah, same. Fully thinking they were my housemate's friend who wasn't there at the time. FYI, I was just out of the shower so I had my hair cutely tied in a towel and my fluffy dressing going on. After a while, I was like, fuck this and asked my other housemate, what do we do? And we just decided to get rid of them. And by God, it was a struggle. So they went, door closed and not joking. Ten seconds later, me and my housemate heard what sounded like water outside the door. And then it came under my front door and flowed towards my bedroom. And we were like, what the fuck? And I flung open the door to see two of the lads pissing on my door. And these fuckers must have oh. <laughs> these fuckers must have drank the car river because it didn't stop. Of course, they ran off after and we proceeded to ring security to deal with our pissy floor. And 10 minutes later, security came and they had little English and it took so long to convince them that it was human piss and not dogs. <laughs> Ended up catching the lads on CCTV and fingers crossed they kept their pissy pants to themselves. Saws for the long story. Love the pod so much. It's the only thing getting me through this semester. Please never stop. Why? What? What did it matter what piss it was? But like these lads did not live with it. They just like barged in and sat down. Nobody knew who they were. I don't even... Where do you even start? I just don't know. I just don't know. Um, This one is another great title from our website, bandwagonspodcast.com. Communal lube. Oh, yeah. Uh, I moved into a house at the start of 2017 with a woman seven-ish years older than me. In brackets, early 30s, we'll call her Sarah. And another girl my age, in brackets, let's call her Louise, at the start of 2017. When I first moved in, Sarah told me that two people had recently moved out and that one blocked her on Insta and the other (laughs) called her uh, see you next Tuesday to her face. In brackets, these should have been serious red flags. There were a few hiccups between Sarah and Louise, in brackets, a screaming match, and Louise was replaced with Megan. Again, I'm assuming this is a fake Megan. Megan also left on kind of bad terms and Rachel moved in. Again, assuming a fake Rachel. I always felt like I was stuck in the middle. Easy for me to say, but I'd never be brave enough to say what I really feel in a shared house. All was grand between myself and Sarah until the start of the pandemic when Rachel moved home. I started to feel like I was living in Sarah's house and she would do things on purpose to annoy me. She would always be on the phone speaking in a made-up language which I can only describe as Simlish. The walls uh, in the house were paper thin so I could never fully make sense of what she was saying. But she'd go in and out of normal English. She was speaking normally when she called me a see you next Tuesday because I didn't say hello to her new boyfriend when he was over. What? I assumed she did that so I'd hear. This was peak COVID and I was avoiding all contact with him when I didn't know where he'd been. Maybe that was C-U-N-T of me. I don't know. She would have him over the weekends and I'd hear them riding in the sitting room. No. I went down one morning to find her dirty knickers on the floor in there. On another occasion, there was a bottle of tingly lube on the coffee table, which sat there for a full week. She'd also leave boxes of pads on the shelves in the kitchen and f- fanny wash beside the kitchen sink. <laughs> the kitchen I sink? Waited, yeah, no. I waited it out until June, but I was miserable. So I started looking for somewhere else. I thankfully found a place with sound housemates and can laugh about it all now. Oh, I'm very glad and I'm sorry about the fanny wash. Oh, my God. At least she was washing. <sighs> I mean Silver lightings girlies Yeah but yeah be, oh, oh, No like, I know I know I'm like getting bored That's, I can't um, Hey girls love the pod Me and the gals just bought tickets For the live show In Cypress Avenue Can't wait Woo uh, So I loved your last eps On the renting stories And wanted to contribute this time Had a housemate for a few years 
was a bit odd, seemed harmless, but very into being eco-friendly. Not a problem. Love to try to be a bit more eco-friendly myself, but he point blank refused to flush the toilet after he peed. Like he would pee in the downstairs toilet before leaving for work in the morning and it would be stewing there all day until the first person came home to the house stinking and have to flush it for him. I cannot deal with this. I cannot. He tried to encourage the rest of us not to flush after peeing and didn't stop until I reminded him that two... There were two girls living in the house and did he want us leaving blood in the toilet? Jesus. Never saw him move faster than when he ran away from me that day. Same guy was really into gardening. Oh yeah, fucking hell. <laughs> oh, sorry. We will give, there is a trigger warning There's here a- for a mild animal cruelty. I would say actually more than mild, but... Yeah, yeah, yeah. no, full on just animal cruelty. Slug cruelty, I should specify. This yeah. is slug story I was referring to. Same guy was really into gardening, dug up only the only flat part of our garden to put in a vegetable patch. Came home from work one day and he was out on his knees in the vegetable patch with a scissors. Couldn't figure out what he was cutting as nothing was growing yet. He had been having a problem with slugs and set beer traps in the patch. He was out there cutting the slugs in half. <laughs> Both from the beer trap or just in the patch. He came back in. (gasps) He came back in and I asked him what he was doing as they would end up drowning in the beer trap anyway. So I didn't understand why he was cutting them. He said, he just said, it kills them faster. I was already traumatised at this stage and then he put the scissors he had been using to cut the slugs back into the cutlery drawer. I took it back out. I took it back out and gave it to him and just said, no, that's yours now. Um, in the same house we also had a guy who would literally take enormous shits in various toilets in the house and not flush you just go into the bathroom to find the toilet full same guy would throw used condoms not wrapped in anything or covered in any way on top of the recycling bin I had to sit down with a group of adults and tell them that no one needed to see anyone else's bodily functions or fluids and could people please make sure to flush the toilet after one and two and please for the love of God throw used condoms sensibly in the appropriate bin have finally moved out of that house, thank God, but can confirm that toilet flushing is still an issue there. See you in November. Fucking hell. What a roller coaster. I can't. I really, really can't. The sl- cutting the slugs. I don't know. Should we take that one out? No. See, that, no, that, that man is on a list somewhere. We, yeah. Obviously, we should say bandwagons does not condone the actions of any of the stories that have been mentioned yeah Yeah. or don't do not recycle condoms girlies (laughs) oh my actually god nobody wants those after you dear oh dear oh dear um okay we have another one here uh hiya i've had some awful housemates over the years but this one is definitely the funniest in my first student apartment in college i shared with a stranger uh she filled the common area with giant cardboard boxes like so big you'd probably fit two people in and close the top They seemed to be filled with baby clothes, giant men's clothes and lots of other weird bits. She had no baby, in brackets. She was from another country, so it seemed to be her entire family's possessions. We got fined for them once by the management company and I refused to pay because they weren't mine. It's fair enough. She used to take the TV from the common area into her room and also would boil eggs and just leave them hanging around on the kitchen counter for days. So we get to the second semester and I've broken up with my boyfriend and some friends are visiting me in college and I have a party. In brackets, housemate has gone away somewhere? Question mark. It turns huge and loads of lads from my hometown arrive as well. I pass out absolutely twisted during the night and wake up the next morning to all the boxes completely torn to bits. All her stuff is everywhere. There's photos of the lads wearing her clothes and her wigs and some of them left with them. (laughs) I am hysterical and my friends come over to put all her stuff back into bin bags while I puke my guts up. When my housemate got back, she asked me what happened and I said all the boxes, 
I said the boxes all just broke, so I put them into bags for her. Ha ha ha. Some of her stuff was never returned, and one of the one of those lads apparently still has baby photos of hers on his bedroom wall at home. Awesome. What? Call I now work. I now work in an estate agency and have to deal with nightmare tenants all day every day. So I guess I got my karma for destroying her bags. The poor girl. Like it is funny, but Jesus. If someone did that to me, I'd actually. Yeah, I'm not. <laughs> I'm I don't know whose sure side if, I'm on. I'm not sure if that person comes across as well as they... No, they are like, the bad housemate in that situation, I think. I No, I think they're both bad housemates in that situation. Yeah. There are no winners you know, in... Like, I, like I get renting. it. It's annoying. You got fined, but if you didn't have to pay, so what? The boiled eggs thing, obviously annoying. And the TV thing. Yeah. But like, she owned that stuff and it was her family stuff. Yeah, Why not did great. Her, I don't know. Not great. Weird. I seem to Weird. have been getting all the gross ones. Guys, and take I, a big long look at yourselves. I divvy these. Oh, up sorry, actually, blindly. Before you get in, before you get into that one, someone sent me. Um, like it's not really a story, but I think it'll be kind of like a good debate to have. Okay. Um. I, and I'd be interested in your opinion. This isn't really a horror story, sorts more so. I'd like to hear your your opinion on the matter. So, a friend of mine is moving into a new house with two friends soon. She found the house, organised viewing, asked them if they were all interested, basically facilitated everything. She expected to get first pick of rooms for organising everything, as is usually the done thing as far as we're aware. And when she brought that up with the others, they said it was more fair to draw straws. Of course they did. She panicked in the situation and agreed. Lo and behold, she drew the short straw and got the worst room in the house. Probably worth mentioning that the rent has been split equally between them. No. I was raging for her. Surely she should get first pick for orchestrating the whole operation. Personally, I think she's been absolutely shafted. What's worse is that one of the others after the fact was like, oh, after speaking to my sister, she said that usually the person who organises it all will get first pick on rooms, but we've drawn straws now. Um, so, oh, well. Thoughts, please. I'm so raging for the gal. Can send awkward screenshots of the combo post drawing straws for clarity if necessary. But um, they didn't. But I don't think we need to. Sorry, fuck no, that. Like, no. Absolutely fuck that. No, I, I found I've had this with people. And I got, I got the. I've like, had, I've had this with you. You, you would be like, oh, it's fine, sure, like whatever. But like, if you're doing the the, if you're like doing all the work, and yeah, you deserve first pick of the rooms, especially if I don't know. I think rooms should be divvied up, and like, char- like the price should be like according to the level of room. Like, you don't want to pay the same for a box room as you do for like a double ensuite. Like, it's just not. That's just not does not up. In my world. Yeah. And also, you need to stand up for yourself. You don't want to, like... Yeah. Because you were polite one time, now you're stuck in a shitty room for God knows how long. If you had just put your foot um, down in, for those 10 minutes, people, everyone would have got over it. They all were just chancing their arm. If we're not too late and you haven't moved in any stuff, you need to just send them this podcast and be like, what the fuck are you Cop the fuck on. on. They're literally just... so co- cheeky. They're it's so cheeky that they even came back and they were like, oh yeah, no, that is, that is a thing. But like, sure, we've already done it now. No. Like, excuse fucking me. They're going with the flow now because the, it's worked in their favour. But if it hadn't, yeah. if it had fallen in your, like your way, they would have gone with it as well. But, like, because they have done, they have literally no leg to stand on here. It's just worked out well for everyone except you. I would absolutely, I'm infuriated for you. I will come and fight your battle for you. She will. I will. Would that be a good, like, service to provide for people fighting people I will come and fight your battle for you because um, I'm trying not to do it in my own life potentially yeah yeah hmm. sure find me on cameo <laughs> okay this is I have so many I've got all the gross ones as I said I divvy these up blindly 
But I seem to have Or maybe they're just all gross anyway. You got the gross ones And I got the people who are <laughs> Who don't realise that they're she like, That they might be the bad ones <laughs> Hello I was on a J1 back in 2014 And was living in a three bedroom house With seven friends Eight of us in total All girls for context Four of our boyfriends used to come to visit for a couple weeks at a time. So at any given time, there would usually have been about 10 of us living there. Bit cramped to say the least, but hey ho, such was the student life. As you could imagine, with eight 20 to 21 year old girls under one roof, the place tended to get a bit messy and some disputes occurred over people not pulling their weight with cleaning. Anyway, on one occasion, I went to use the toilet and there was a bloody knickers soaking in the sink. Fine, no problem. Not ideal that they were there, left soaking, and we weren't given a heads up about it, but you gotta do what you gotta do. Oh. I knew who owned the knickers, so just discreetly asked her to clear it when she got a chance. No issues there. A few weeks later, my boyfriend was visiting, and he went to take a shower. In the corner of the shower, where the shampoo would usually have been kept, there was a used tampon just sitting there. When he no. got back into the bedroom, he told me about it, and I pulled the girls aside and asked whoever it was to get rid of it. Everyone denied it. At this point of the summer, we were at our boiling point in terms of cleaning up after each other. So nobody wanted to cave and do somebody else's dirty work. And so the tampon sat there for days. Our sheer no. stubbornness meant that we had to warn any visitors not to use that bathroom until the culprit cleared it. The smell was vile. After what I'm ashamed to admit was over a week, one of the girls finally gave in and cleared the poor smelly orphan tampon. To this day, we still don't know who birthed her. Well, we do, but we were never able to get an admission of guilt. Dun, dun, dun. I I know you're saying like I you should have cleaned it up before then right but I totally understand that whole thing of the standoff why should I have to do it and try and hold your ground in the standoff but like the standoffs honestly, are anyone, never worth it no if anyone is like young or pra- is like they're attempting to live out at home for the first time or whatever do not go into this being we, we've talked about this like pa- passive aggressiveness does not work standoffs do not work yeah. like sometimes you just need to be like Right, I'm gonna fucking do it, and then maybe give them just go full aggressive, aggressive, and be like, "You are all dickheads. What the fuck are you doing? Don't leave stuff sit there because like nine times out of ten, you won't win. Like you yeah. won't get the reaction you want out of that. And if it's like a stand up, stand off over like cleaning something, every time you walk in and see that it hasn't been cleaned, you're just gonna like, like you're just it's like visual self harming. Like you're just upsetting yourself even more every time you see it. Whether yeah. if you just clean it the first time, you're only annoyed once, and then it's over. It's just now. It is now ever worth it. Take it from people who have done this for years. Next one. Hi girls. Hope you're well. I meant to write into you last year, but anyways, here we are. The year was 2017. I needed to move out of my house and was really struggling finding somewhere appropriate as I was working and studying in Dublin city centre. Both full time. Don't even ask how I survived. I found a room in Dublin city centre that matched my budget and I was buzzing. Upon viewing the room, I met two out of the four housemates. All girls. The house was a shambles, but I was desperate and running out of time. It was definitely in no way legal either. It was one house split into three houses and each room was extortion. This literally sounds like the house I lived in in Drunk Andra. Oh, yeah. Um, I was paying 600 euro, but I had my own room, which was really important. It was about nine by nine feet in size. The other two rooms had two girls each in them. Anyways, a few months in and I realised I'd made a diabolical mistake. Cue Ralph Wiggum, I'm in danger. (laughs) The girls I lived in... The girls I lived with were major party animals. Many a morning I had to climb over naked men in my sitting room on top of my stairs, brush cocaine off my kitchen counter to make a coffee. I was the only one paying for electricity and I had to hide my food in my room because it would just disappear. No, the food thing. My door was kicked in twice by random guys who were absolutely out of it. (laughs) 
then the next sentence is just like a lot was happening <laughs> but I mentally blocked it out I was spending roughly 14 to 15 hours out of the house anyway so I wasn't too bothered each month I would give my rent to Sinead fake name and she would pass it on to my landlord as it went into her bank account she was really shifty about giving out her bank details so it was all done in cash me and my naivety assumed it was because she didn't want others having her bank details a year goes by and three out of the four girls were looking to end their lease and move to America for a year to study I wished them well and said my goodbyes as I had decided to spend my two weeks holiday at home relaxing and recovering from complete exhaustion. Upon returning to my house, the locks had been changed. Once I got in contact with my very pissed off landlord, she sent someone out for me to get into the house. The place had been absolutely trashed. Jeez. Chairs had been put through windows, doors had been kicked in, including my bedroom door. The kitchen cabinet doors were gone and missing. Why would anyone rob kitchen cabinet doors? Fair. I reluctantly made my way upstairs to find my room had been ransacked Someone shat on my bed. Oh my God. Broke my bedroom window, robbed my laptop and my entire makeup kit. This person is a makeup artist. They said it was gone and was worth roughly 4,000 euro. No. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Oh, I contacted my landlord again to be told that rent hadn't been paid that entire year. The girls I lived with were splitting my rent money between them, robbed me blind while I was gone and left for America. Never heard from them, never received any of my stuff back. And landlord asked me, very kindly to be fair, to leave her property, which I did. She didn't ask for a backlog of rent. I think I looked so genuinely shocked she felt sorry for me and didn't ask any questions. I genuinely believe people need to be psychologically evaluated before being able to rent. I'm still not over it and renting with strangers will will forever and always be off the cards. Sorry for the long email. Love the podcast. I want, we need to meet up with these girls and we need to beat them up. Not in the way I don't condone violence. We need to maybe beat them up. <laughs> Could you imagine I us trying to beat people not. up? I cannot. I can't. But I just don't get like I talk about shame and guilt very regularly on this podcast. How are they, how are they not? Honestly, I was just like, thinking. I don't, how would you sit and live in that house with the like the fear of the landlord showing up hanging over you for 12 months? I couldn't do it. If I was two days late on my rent, I couldn't do it. Nasty, 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 nasty. Sociopaths. Nasty, nasty sociopaths. people. If you're listening to this, you're no listener of ours. Yeah, you're not one of us. Get anyway. life. Stay in America. Um... Hi girls I wanted to send this For the last renting podcast Hi girls Hi girls I'm just going to do it I'm just going to have fun with it now Do uh, I wanted to send this For the last renting do podcast <laughs> I wanted to send this For the last renting podcast Don't <laughs> But didn't get 
get a chance. So I'm glad you're doing another one. I was renting a house with three other girls when I was in college. Two of the girls knew each other before they moved in and me and the other girl were just randoms they picked up on Facebook. We got along fairly well but didn't mix that much. I was probably the party girl in the house which is saying something because I didn't go out that much. So it was my birthday and I asked them if I would be okay, if it would be okay if I had some friends over for pre-drinks and told them they could join in as well. No one did. Nobody seemed to have a problem with uh, with it that night. We left by 11 or 12. Um, the next day, the house was obviously a tip, but it was my actual birthday and I was so hungover. So I didn't even think about it until later in the day. When I eventually came downstairs, someone had already cleaned. So I sent a text into our group chat and said, sorry, I didn't get around to it, but thanks to whoever did do it. And one of the girls replied and said the landlord had actually came around last night after I left because the house alarm was going off and he said we can't have any more parties. I texted the landlord to apologise and he said he hadn't been at the house at all. So I went down to the sitting room to ask the girls about it. The discussion got very heated and one of the girls picked up her glass of water and threw it in my face. (laughs) On my birthday! Uh... About a week later, her mother messaged me on Facebook wanting to talk about the situation in the house because there was obviously a lot of tension afterwards. She actually told me not to have friends over anymore because it was affecting her daughter's studies. I don't think I even opened the messages, so her mother then found mine on Facebook and started messaging her. It was only I was only 19 or 20 at the time, but still shocking to get your parents involved in your renting dramas at that age. We do not condone can't. throwing water at people or any drinks no, in people's we don't. faces. No, 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 please don't. Please don't do that. Oh my God. Clean up okay. after your sessions as well. On the flip side, yeah. clean up after your sessions. Um, so this one is titled Renting. My roommates started COVID-19 with some raw mincemeat. <laughs> the picture on this one. Oh, we- sorry. Yeah, there's a tap. Oh, oh Christ. <laughs> Jesus, I down. We have to put that on okay. Instagram because it is horrific. Like it's the worst thing I've ever yeah. seen. When I heard your absolutely gas pods of renting, I was so disappointed I only started listening a couple of weeks after you did them because do I have a renting story of nightmares all because of one man, Giovanni? Oh, yeah. When I went on Erasmus, I shared an apartment with seven people, including me. This on its own should have been a red flag, but one man ruled us all. His name was Giovanni and he was insane. He insisted on playing the violin for at least four hours every day because if he didn't, he would lose his talent. But the only song he knew was Taylor's oldest time from Beauty and the Beast and he also started at like 2am and all hours of the night I relate I relate <laughs> sorry this one is funny he used to ignore all the other housemates if he saw us in the street we invited him to come to the cinema with us to see the Joker in brackets <laughs> Big mistake because he agreed that sat five rows away from us and acted like the Joker for the next week um, worst of all was his cooking he used to make the most disgusting meals and cooked everything in the microwave breakfast every oh, <laughs> no I can't go on breakfast every morning was a bowl of raw mincemeat <laughs> that he would blast in the microwave for 30 seconds then cover in oil maybe it's a delicacy photo attached Honestly, I think his breakfast was how COVID started. The cherry on top was when he made mulled wine around Christmas to be cute. We didn't include him in this at all. He bombarded in and insisted on trying a glass, even though we told him he wasn't welcome to try any because we all absolutely hated him with this fish. But alas, he insisted 
on trying some, then sent passive aggressive texts into the group, uh, the WhatsApp group, accusing us of poisoning him when someone replied, saying perhaps it was from all the raw mince meat he went crazy at us. When I left, I signed his phone number up to a load of spam texts. Okay, we don't condone that. Don't no, we? that's funny. That is funny. No, I don't. Also attaches one of his many passive aggressive texts. There was a okay, so I'll read the texts and we have the photo of the mints. The mints. It Jesus is exactly what it sounds Christ. like. It sounds like if you covered mince meat in oil, like straight out of the packet, you don't break it up. It's still a square and it's covered in oil and it's been cooked for thirty seconds. So like just the, around the edges is browned. Violent. <laughs> this one is absolutely insane. So it's, he sent in a photo of the floor and there's like <laughs> money, like like uh, like a fiver note and like a kind of crumple up headphones and then like another crumple up piece of paper on the floor. So he sent in a message in Spanish and then translated it to English saying, Good morning. Today in the morning I found this lying in the kitchen. It would be nice if we were more orderly. Good start to the week to everyone. So then someone replied and goes, That clearly fell out of someone's pocket. Thanks for sharing, but I don't think being orderly has anything to do with I, I, I'm obsessed with this man. He's not acknowledging them at all. Yeah, I know. Here, it's Giovanni's world. We're all just living Yeah, in. totally. The cinema thing got me. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Okay. Um, hey, guys, love the pod. Hey, girls, love the pod. What if I just do the Gil. intros in different accents? I only know one accent and it's like a bad, it's not even a good Australian. Um, so this is a, a half-renting nightmare, but more, but more about nightmare housemates. So I lived in one of those Georgian houses that separated into apartments in rent lines. Our landlord, who I won't name, was an absolute cowgirl of the finest order. She once trolled me over text for texting her on a Saturday, despite her having promised us a viewing for another house. I'm on a Saturday, the audacity. Um. Anyway, in the house, every room had a sink. This guy moved in who was quite quiet. Turns out he was mental. He was five foot three. See, sorry, if this is another cum sink, I actually don't think I want to hear about it or anyone else. I've no, I actually can't remember this one We're all on this roller coaster together He was 5 foot right. 3 and pretty built So quite distinctive looking And one morning I got up to go to work And he was naked on the sofa with his arse hanging out Despite his bedroom door Being one metre away from the sitting room door When I confronted him about it He claimed it was his friend Frank Who was 6 foot 3 with black curly hair After that things got weirder and weirder <laughs> So me and two other girls started questioning why he wouldn't bring a girl into his room, like what was in there. One day we decided we had to know, so we knocked on his door and when he didn't answer, we opened. What can only be described as a scene from Hoarders was revealed. I'm talking boxes piled up as high as the ceiling, but worst of all, on the shelves above his bed were opened jars of jam and pasta sauce and dried foods. After that, you can uh, can you believe it got weirder? <laughs> So he started coming into the kitchen to cook and would put cooked chicken fillets in his pockets to bring to work. <laughs> what? Wrapped in tinfoil. <laughs> he was also oh, a compulsive... Still, still not good. He was also a compulsive liar and we loved asking him stuff. So one, uh, so like one day he was pretending he had been a sugar baby for a woman he worked with. And when we questioned if she'd ever bought him gifts, he simply paused and looked down at his own tie and goes, eh, yeah, actually this tie right here. <laughs> By the what end, bizarre lie. What the? Uh, by the end of the lease, we're pretty confident he was pissing and potentially pooing in the sink in his room. <laughs> you called oh, it. Oh God! He claimed to have had diarrhea one day. Said he couldn't go to work because he hadn't been able to get off the toilet. Meanwhile, he hadn't left the room. 
Uh, uh, no, he, he was he was shitting in that thing. <laughs> he also used to drink out of the same cup, which he never washed. I will attach a pic for a reference. It is toxic. Smiley face. <laughs> he honestly provided us with so much entertainment, but wouldn't be surprised if he murdered someone one day. Like we tried being, uh, we tried to be nice, being like, "How was your day in work?" And he'd reply with mad stuff like, "Hell on earth," <laughs> and we'd just be like, "All right, uh, okay." <laughs> That's it. And then there's a picture of the rancid mug. Don't send us pictures. Don't... We don't want them. Yeah, stop the pictures. <laughs> we don't want to see it. It's not a, it's it's not a trauma. It's we just... don't want it. You, you're such good creative writers that you're illustrating the pictures enough. Those are your that crosses fucking to bear. Jesus Christ. Um, hi, girls. Mass fan of the pod. Uh, joined the Patreon a few months ago, too, and I'm chuffed. Thanks for the Woo-hoo. help and the morning commute. We don't even have to plug the Patreon. You do it for us. Come join us, link in bio. Um, anyway, here's a wee story from when I lived in student accommodation in Limerick in first year. It's a nice family-friendly one. Okay, thank God. So one of the lads I lived with was such a mammy's boy, God love him. We'll call him Jerry for the purpose of anonymity. He hadn't a clue on how to do anything. All he ate was steak and cooked pasta from a lunchbox that his mum would make him every weekend so he could take it back to Limerick. Boy, he, he couldn't even cook his own pasta. One night I was in the house with my neighbour making a stir fry and I asked Jerry if he had any pepper in his press because I didn't have any. He said, yeah, go on ahead, help yourself. I open up Jerry's press and there isn't a crumb of black pepper to be seen. I said, Jerry, are you sure there's pepper in here? He got out of his chair and came over to the press where I was standing. He says, are you blind? Here's the pepper here. <laughs> he was not happy about having to show me an idiot in his mind where the pepper was. He then produced a glass pepper grinder full of salt. <laughs> this fella's mother had ev- evidently filled up the empty pepper grinder with some sea salt. The issue was that it still had a label on it that said black pepper. Hence Jerry's confusion. Oh my when God. I told him that it was in fact salt, he argued with me and asked if I could read. <laughs> like, what the fuck now? Sorry. Never mind like taste-wise not being able to tell the difference between salt and pepper. But this fecking grinder was transparent. You could clearly see that it was white salt crystals and not black peppercorns. Anyway, that's not one of my fa- that's one of my favourite stories from our house. And needless to say, me and my neighbour have uh, laughed about it ever since. Keep up the good work, girls. That's gas. Oh. Can you read? <laughs> Can you see, Jerry? Do you have eyes? Poor Jerry. I wonder what he's up to now. Imagine trying to gaslight someone into believing that <laughs> salt is pepper. I have two short ones, if you please. Um, I sure do, puppet. <laughs> All right. Uh, my sister dropped me off in my new house for her first time seeing it, and it was after a girl in my house had had a 21st. As soon as I walked in, no one was home, and it was a Sunday, but there was chocolate cake smothered all over the floors, walls, and even kitchen ceiling. No one bothered cleaning up after her party. They all just left and didn't come back for a few days. Nightmare of a house to live in, to say the least. I didn't even have a lock on my door, so whenever my housemates had parties, strangers would randomly come into my room in the middle of the night. Terrifying stuff. No, I've heard about that, that before. I think in my house now, but like I, I but like before I lived there, it was a bit of a party, like a college party house. And I think I remember someone telling me that they, someone else in the house was having a party and they got up to use the bathroom and someone shouted, hey, there's a queue. <laughs> and there was a queue. <laughs> Can you imagine? Their, oh my God. For their own toilet. Okay. Renting a place in Dublin about seven years ago. Uh, one tiny bathroom, five girls. Toilet stopped flushing after about a week living there. The plumber showed us a pipe running up the side of the wall outside. He tapped it and said this should be hollow. It was rock solid. So we didn't have a toilet for I think uh, one to two weeks. We were told by the landlord to use the shower for number ones and go somewhere else for number twos. Jesus. He was such a crook. 
Also in this place, I had a pigeon stuck in the fireplace, which she had to get my BF to get out. I remember the blood all over my... Oh, sorry. Um, oh, okay, the pigeon lived. It's fine. I remember <laughs> the blood all over my hurl and dust everywhere in the room. In brackets, the pigeon lived. Thank God. Again, sorry. Trigger warning for animal cruelty. Someone broke in and came into my bedroom at night. It's not animal home. cruelty. They were trying to save the pigeon. Yeah, let's let's go with that narrative. Um, I had to shout at him to get out. You could only have a two-minute shower because the water would be up to the max of the would be up to the max of the shower side panels at that point and it would take two minutes for the water to warm up. So a cold, short shower. The landlord randomly arrived and gave us a dryer. We had no space. The place was so tiny. He was just using us for storage. Our lease was this piece of paper that he scribbled our names on. It wasn't even a full piece of paper or a blank sheet. We had no heating for, I think, a month. Um, This was in winter, sitting around with duvets on our shoulders looking at our breath. Uh, landlord tried charging us a cleaning fee when moving out when we moved in it was filthy bins were full like at the end of our lease he asked if we wanted to renew hired no but we had some great memories in that place so not all bad I'm pretty sure if we weren't so young and carefree we wouldn't have taken the landlord shit completely fair you kind of just have to don't you the amount of stuff people just put up with because they're afraid to be homeless yeah shouldn't be like that it shouldn't be like that government I'm waiting I'm tapping my watch. I'm not going to name this person, obviously, but I'm pretty sure I bought something off them on Depop this week. So if this is you, thank you so much. It arrived today and it's gorgeous. (laughs) (laughs) Hey guys, love the pod so much and glad to see renting is coming back. Defo, one of my fave episodes. Uh, So myself and my friends in college lived in a seven bed house which had two electric showers. As you can imagine, with seven girls, the showers were going quite a lot. One day we noticed a smell of burning rubber coming through the house and reckoned it was coming from the shower, so contacted the landlord. He came over and said, yeah, the motor's running running down, just keep using it until it breaks. Classic cop-out from a landlord. Fast forward to that evening, most of us are in the middle of exams, etc. And there was a cube going in and out of the shower. Smell comes back, but we ignore it, as told to do previously. One of the girls hops into the shower and screams, lads, halfway through. Now, we were a bit of a prank household and we were fond of turning the lights off on people mid-toilet or shower. So uh, she thought thought that's what we had done. That is a classic. Uh, Went up to try turn on the lights. No joy. And the shower had cut off on her mid-shampoo. A few seconds later, we hear what sounds like a knocking at the door. So we go to investigate. Cue sparks flying from the electricity box, which is beside the front door. Soon after, it caught fire and went up in flames. So we had to call the fire brigade. Luckily, there was a porch between the front door and the main house. So by closing that, we contained the fire to just the porch and nowhere else was damaged. Besides all of our clothes smelling like smoke for a few months afterwards. The funniest part of it all... None of this is funny. Um, the funniest <laughs> part of it all... Was, strange sense of humour, but anyway. Yeah, dark. Um, was that my housemate, who was mid-shower, literally had to run out into the road in the smallest towel I've ever seen and bare feet with suds in her hair. And we lived on one of the main streets in college. So naturally, everyone was hanging out their windows for a good gawk. We couldn't get hold of the landlord and when we told him what happened he said he didn't really ne- he really didn't need this right now. He gave us a tenner to get lunch the next day and never reimbursed us for rent food even though we couldn't live there for a week because the whole house had to be rewired. Thankfully no one was injured or it could have been a way worse situation. I always thought I wouldn't know what to do in a situation like that but my god adre- is adrenaline a real thing. We all just went into autopilot when the fire broke out. After we realised that there was no functioning smoke alarm in the house and the only working fire extinguisher was on the third floor. So we reported the landlord, but to this day, haven't heard anything back about it. Oh, the worst part is that we stayed in that house for another two years 
after that because of the renting situation was so dire that we couldn't find anywhere else. Sorry this is such a long story. Myself and my friends still commemorate the great fire to this day when the anniversary comes up every year. Again, love the pod. Thanks, E. That is, that's genuinely upsetting. I just, how, again, I'm like, how can you be like, here's a tenner for lunch and not be like. Your conscience or being like, oh, I don't really need this right now. Well, they didn't really need a fire. Like, they didn't really need like, literally. Nobody really needs a fire. Like, do you know what I mean? Like, how, who are these sociopaths and how can they afford houses? Hi girls, love the pod, maybe keep me in on. So this story goes back 10 years to my second year in UCC. I'm an old fart. So four of us who had lived together in first year decided we'd get a house we'd get a house in the good crack area near college. So we got this old, shite, poorly heated five bed because, you know, the dream. Yeah. Anyway, freshers week came along and the landlord was getting a bit ratty about us getting a fifth person in. And we were young and naive. And instead of telling him to do it himself, we panicked. The first girl who came to see it, let's call her Mary, seemed grand enough. Little older than us, what of it? What of it? Moved on in, girly. So that same night, Mary moved in and we were going out for freshers. Had a few people over for the four euro Husser Naggins and the can of Rosie's Jew. You know yourself. God, I wish Husser Naggins were still four euro. Now, I was unfortunately on the old antibiotics, so I got absolutely gallybandered very quickly. <laughs> I love that word. That's a new one. I'm going to use that. Yeah. A few of the lads had to carry me up the stairs and sure wasn't I in the third floor attic room. Convenient. They were struggling and I was after breaking point and I was after breaking part of the railing on the stairs kicking at it bold drunk sad face in brackets <laughs> but Mary was on the middle floor and was all sound so it seemed so, sure just leave her into the bed in my room she had pushed together twin beds Gran said them and left me in oh no it's not that my bad my friend my friend comes up the stairs it after is not great but it's not what you think. Me. my friend comes up the stairs after a little while to check on me and opens the door to the house of horrors <laughs> Mary was naked straddling this young boy and riding away to her heart's content and I asleep in the bed beside him half a foot from her gi my friend backs out of the room apologising Mary runs down the stairs dressed after her and says she was just doing her friend let's call him Johnny a favour because Johnny was a virgin and she just wanted to help him out sound yeah girl but what about me like the feckin' stranger passed out in the bed beside you my friend didn't go on to tell me that she encountered the scene until years later, which of course you can imagine I was super delighted about. <laughs> she said it was best as I would have killed Mary had I known. She is probably right. But we laugh about it now as the, um, as the time I had the threesome with Mary. This was a marker for how the year was going to be, was going to go with this housemate as it was the first incident in a series of absolutely mental carry on. Oh my God. Uh, from Mary, including sneaking into our bedrooms at night while we slept. No, 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 Needless- no. Needless to say, none of us kept in touch with her after we moved out. The following year, we moved into a house where the neighbours set fire to bags of rubbish outside our front door, threw full cans at our faces and tried to break in in the middle of the night, leading us to call, leading us, leading to us calling the guards. But in many ways, it was safer than living with her. Oh my God. Madly enough, heard her, heard her on the radio last year. Or she, <laughs> oh, maybe I shouldn't say this. She heard her on the radio last year. Oh my God, it was me. I won't say how they heard her on the radio. Madly enough, heard her on the radio last year. Um, I think it involved... So, yeah. So sounds like her decision making might not have gotten too much better with age. Hope you enjoy this. Don't rent with mentlers and stay savage crack. She won a competition on the radio for having another mad story. That, yeah. That, yeah. That's as much Which as I'm it. not going to say because I feel like that was a bi- it was a big competition and it would identify her, I think. Yeah. Um. 
these are getting worse and worse. It's actually, I'm carrying these burdens on my shoulders now. I'm taking on all this baggage. Anyway. Oh, I this hope one you is, all feel better. Because yeah, because we don't. Worse. This one is from Anon Emus. Um, hi, girls. Anon Emus. <laughs> hi, gals. First year accommodation in Hampstead, DCU. Picture of Fanula. We've been there. Three gals. We have been there, yes. Including myself and two lads. One girl fell head over heels for one of the lads night one and swore up and down it was love. He was allergic and not single. She spent the year crying every night out when he was with his girlfriend and took to locking them out every time she was with him day or night and throwing his clothes out the windows. In the end, she lost her virginity to her other lad housemate, a man we all forgot lived there as he wouldn't speak to us. She had hoped it would make the first lad jealous. It really didn't. Then uh, she then got more mad and started stealing his dirty underwear walking into his room in a towel and dropping it and went for his poor girlfriend one night. Last night of college, she taped the proclamation to his door and told him to fuck off to the monarchy. She was free. He was from Belfast. <laughs> they didn't stay in touch after that. Himself and the girlfriend are still going strong, though. Yikes. No. Absolutely not. Yikes. Sorry. Christ alive. Um, hi, gals. Love the pod. I once lived in an apartment in Ratmines when I first moved to Dublin and used to be the place for pre-drinks. And I used to let people sleep on our couch after nights out. Oh, we had a duvet that was used by everyone who oh. slept on the couch which was never washed one girl moved in and somehow came without her own bedding and decided to steal the communal duvet for her own bed without washing it and never washed it for the six months she lived there no she would but like okay I go right? cold she obviously okay obviously she should have washed it herself had you said to her that 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 hadn't been washed I feel like that onus is on you as well but anyway oh also why wasn't it washed I moved okay. into a house That's once a- and didn't bring any bedding. All I had was an electric blanket and like a throw pillow. And it was the, like the, it was, I moved in the night before the big snow of like 2018 and had no duvet. There was a communal duvet. Where under are you the- going with no bedding? I was, I had been very Sorry, privileged like. up until then and people were just providing bedding for me. Um, But that, uh, there was a communal duvet under the stairs and I refused to go near it. There was no way. I went, I literally slept on the electric blanket with like, like my dressing gown thrown over me or maybe like a throw blanket or something I had for like days in the co- in the coldest March we've seen in the last five years. Anyway, not relevant. Only slightly relevant. Go ahead. Not relevant at all. Um, she would also come home every evening after work and for dinner she would put a can of tuna and a raw egg into a bowl and then microwave it. Where are they getting these recipes? We also... We also heard stories from a mutual friend that over the summer she went on a J1 and she didn't bring a towel and instead of spending the $5 to buy one over there she would use everyone else's by stealing anyone that was lying around the apartment. She also convinced the landlord to let her out of the lease early because she said there was a leak in the roof when it turns out she just never closed the skylight window fully. Oh God. <laughs> what? Please keep me anonymous. What the hell? There's serious brainworms going on there. I really hope this is making everyone feel better about their renting accommodation. Um, yeah. And if not, that it's making them like realise that they are in a bad renting situation and have to get out. Um, hi girls, absolutely adore the podcast. Please keep me anon as I have a bit of a bitch. So last year before COVID hit, I was on my Erasmus year and staying in an apartment with 11 housemates. We all no. had too many. Sorry, That's no, about seven too not. many. Uh, we all had our own rooms, but I we had one kitchen living area, two showers and four toilets between us. People sound horrified by this, but actually it wa- wasn't as bad as it sounded. 
Egg yolks did end up on the ceiling before and no one came clean. One of the girls also had a habit of borrowing things without notice or return, including taking people's food. I would actually... I'd be in prison now for a murder, honestly. She used the last half... Oh my God. She used the last of my loaf that was supposed to be my breakfast before I went away on a trip for a few days. So I had no other food in the house. Really resonated with Breed's takeaway story from last time. Thank you. I'm actually livid for you. Uh, the most memorable story though, one night a Spanish couple who didn't live with us decided to make use of our empty cubicle shower when we were at Prinks. They were notorious for their uncomfortable displays of PDA. Before heading out, a whole throng of us needed to use the toilet. We heard some pretty strange noises and noticed that the shower was closed. We looked at our party and realised the Spanish couple was missing and it dawned on us that they were riding in our shower. <laughs> our swimming pool-like shower. I have no, I do not understand this. Uh, the realisation didn't hit my friend who was visiting me from Ireland who emerged from the toilet and said there's a girl wailing in there is she okay (laughs) it was such a grubby shower anyways but it might as well have been haunted for me after that good crack nonetheless (laughs) lesson I've learned from student accommodation is you could live in a shithole but as long as you have good people it's not that bad I'm now living with one other girl in probably one of the most decent student arrangements but I've but now I've more mess to clean than when I shared a kitchen with 11 people who'd actively had major house parties. She leaves food in the sink, doesn't even wipe up her spills and she's never cl- properly cleaned the kitchen. End of the year and you can imagine my nerves are fried. I kind of wish I had said something earlier but with only two of us living here I felt anything I would have said no matter how nicely put would have seem- would seem like a personal attack. Hope this wasn't too long or boring. The renting stories are my favourite episodes. Can't wait to hear more. Keep up the great work girlies. That is very difficult when it is only two, two of you. Yeah. Like, I do get that. But, like, it's... there. Are, I suppose there does have to come to a point where it's, like, we're all adults. Again, as long as you, like, communicate effectively, then, like, nobody should be getting pissed off. Yeah. But I would that, agree stand that you, up prob- for yourself. you probably have left it too late. I know, but, like... If we've learned anything yeah. today, we all need to stand up for ourselves. We all need to take a lot less shit from people on a... Um, and we all deserve better girlies. <laughs> Sorry. I just read the next one. And not in any way, but it's kind of short. So I was like, oh, <laughs> it won't be that good. And then I read the first sentence and it's fucking deranged. This is the um, last one, I think, is it? Is this your last this one? This is my, yeah. I have no more. more. Do you have one more? No, I have okay. no more. This is, this We're ending not- on a high. Where? Thank God. And it's not gross. Hi, uh, I don't think so anyway. Hey gals, this is a short but sweet story. I used to live with a girl who, in all capitals, used to steal my car and go to the shop when I confronted her about it after seeing her flintstoning it up the road in my Ford Focus. Her excuse was that I was blocking her in and therefore it made more sense to take my car rather than ask me to move. Needless to say that I started hiding my keys after that. Absolutely love the pod. Also, please keep me in on. Oh my God. Oh, People are that's a good one. freaks. So demented. Oh. Um, we have a few more. We think we might keep them in the back pocket for Patreon episode. Yep. Um, but as we said, we're definitely going to make this an annual, potentially biannual thing until, until the, the government, government text pull back. their fingers out of their hole and text us back. <laughs> We're laughing but like If you're not laughing You're crying in this situation I think It's fucking dire Too many people have stories I want to collectively hug 
yeah, well, I want to collectively hug everyone that's involved, and I'm just so sorry. I'm we so got sorry. we got double the amount of emails that we yeah w- that we used, and they were each one was worse than the next. Like it's an hundred percent increase. Show that to Dara Brown as well. Mm. Is Dara Brown actually the housing minister? I really should check that. Housing I don't know. That man's going to get absolute hate if not. It is Dara Brown. It's Dara Brown. It's fine. Okay, okay justified hate then. Um, do you want some mini bandwagons? Yes, please. Okay, I've got like not that I've gone in a different direction with these, but for a, a long time I stopped talking about COVID restrictions and all because I just did, thought people wanted a break from it. But now I think this is a historical moment, and this one is for the archives. So I think we should mark it. So Penny's appointments are happening. I feel like this yes. is a massive bandwagon that people are on this week. Did you are mm-hmm. you, are you interested? Have you booked one? No, I think I'm gonna. Wait. I don't really need. Um... I'd, like because obviously I I don't like clothes from there so the only thing I'd be in there looking for is like makeup and stuff I just felt like I'd be taking the slot but I'm very happy for mm. people it's brought people a lot of joy and I like looking at the clothes and the stories I would say if you are someone that has an appointment this week and obviously if you are in a position to a lot of like homelessness charities that were really affected by the closure of pennies because obviously it's so affordable and that's where they used to get a lot of their like supplies and everything else so if you're in there and you have some uh, extra cash dollars that you would be happy to pay forward and um, pick up some toiletries and like socks and like knickers, you can never really go wrong with that kind of stuff um, and donate to a uh, direct provision drop off or a homelessness charity because you got to do it, gals. They've been really badly hit by that stuff. So um, do you yeah. get an appointment? No, um, I'm not very close. I'm in uh, Wexford currently and I'm not close to oh yeah sure I forgot Um, and I'm not in any rush like I don't like like you I don't buy the clothes from there I um, would buy like underwear and stuff but I'm not in any mad rush Mm -hmm. for it so I'll wait it out I I am excited for people I have to go to Blanche for an eye test um, shortly so I'll I'll have a gawk and look at the people in there from from the signs with the experiences they're not the only ones those are doing it Arnett's are doing it. Brown Thomas are doing it. I want to see your hauls. Um, Give us. I want. I want to see all the hauls this for this week and then stop. <laughs> no, I'd, I do want to see. I want to see all the girlies' yeah. hauls from Penny's personally. Um, getting pregnant. Shout out to my eggs. Did you see that on Twitter? No. L- like half a little mix are pregnant. Yes, you did. Because we've talked. About oh, it. sorry. Oh, shout out to my eggs. Yeah. Yeah, sorry. Oh, I ruined that for you. I was yeah, like, what the that fuck was are funny. you talking about? Anyway. Yeah, there's something in the water. All eyes on poor Jade. No, Jade's living the dream. Later on. Is she seeing anyone? Jade's going to go on tour by herself. And I'll go, yeah, she's going out with the man from Rizzle Kicks. We've talked about this extensively. Are they still together? Oh, imagine yeah. having a baby Rizzle. See, they're... They're together a year or like the it's it was the anniversary of when she DM'd him or something. But yeah, Perry Edwards is pregnant. In fairness, now makes the most sense because I feel like they were only looking for and I can't remember if we talked about this on the Patreon episode, but I think they were Yeah, and I think with Jesse leaving, it was kind of like, right, okay, we have the end of this album to promote or whatever. And like with the way the tour is going, it's going to be postponed indefinitely, I would imagine. And with these, they're probably I don't know. The timing makes sense. I'm just they're, like, and they're fairly after. pregnant and as well. And their like, manager is pregnant as well. Yeah, they're yeah. they're like, and I don't know how far along the manager is, but like Perry and Leanne are fairly like they're not they're like they have decent sized bumps, don't they? 
But anyway, we're but delighted for so them. It's exciting to be pregnant at the, um, the same time as your friend. Yeah. Will we do it? Will you text me later and we'll plan it out? No. No. <laughs> Keen would, but no. Keen, I'll text Keen separately. Um, do we, yeah. Intercounty travel. Finally, domestic travel. Yeah. Are you, how, ex- get on. how excited are you to go home? If you see my car, if you see a car with its wheels sparking, like going all the way along the M8, mind your business. Cause Why is it sparking? Oh, I mean, like, well, just because I'd be, well, no, I won't be going so fast. <laughs> I'm not actually going to be speeding, like, metaphorically, figuratively, I will be going fast in my head. Yeah. Gotta go fast. Um, yeah, I can't wait. Now, I will say my parents took advantage of the intercounty travel and came up today to see me, so. Oh. Um, so, but I haven't seen my brother um, or my sister or their partners or since their respective Christmas. animals. So I'm very excited for that. And I haven't seen my friends, yeah, since Christmas. So that's a long time. Um, yeah. What a buzz! Um, can't wait. Cannot wait. Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna take some trips. I don't know where yet or when, but I'm excited. You're gonna take them. I'm gonna take that's them. Short. Um. So yeah, enjoy it, girlies. I can't stop saying girlies today. I need to stop. This is an inclusive podcast. Girlies yeah. is a state of mind. We don't. It's a. It's a. It's a. It's not a gender it's thing. It's, it's a state a, of mind. No. Um. It's all. It's about the vibes. It is. Uh, no. No gender. Just vibes. Um. Thank you so much for listening to Van Islands as always. Thank you for sending on your stories. We very much appreciate it. We have mentioned several times that we have a Patreon. If you'd like to subscribe, that would be gorgeous. You will get four bonus episodes a month plus much more. We are Bandwagon's podcast across all social media. Um, if you want to leave us a, a nice review on Apple Podcasts, do. You can follow us on Spotify to keep up to date with all the latest episodes. And this podcast, as always, has been produced by Collaborative Studios. We will see you next week. Goodbye. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.